Right, good morning PBC. Uh, isn't it just a joy to be able to watch that video and just to see all that God has done in us and through us over these past five months. I'd like to thank you uh, for your part in giving to our city, in bringing the kingdom to our city. And that's really what I want to talk about this morning. Because <clears throat> this pandemic has shown us that our city is broken long before coronavirus came along and that we will have a lot of work to do in the long recession that still lies ahead of us. But this morning, I just want to give us three pictures, three perspectives of the kingdom coming in our city and what you have been a part of through participating in that. And all you need to remember is 15, 58, and 21. And the reason is I'm going to start in Deuteronomy 15. I'm going to give you one picture out of each of these scriptures. And let's dive in. Deuteronomy 15. From verse 4. However, there need be no poor people among you. For in the land the Lord your God is giving you to possess, as your inheritance, he will richly bless you. If only you will fully obey the Lord your God and are careful to follow all his commands I'm giving you today. If anyone is poor among your fellow Israelites in any of the towns, the land the Lord your God is giving you, do not be hard-hearted or tight-fisted towards them. Rather, be open-handed and freely lend them whatever they need. Give generously to them and do so without a grudging heart. Then because of this, the Lord your God will bless you in all your work and in everything you put your hand to. There will always be poor people in the land. Yes, that's the verse that Jesus quotes. And then the part of the verse that no one quotes. Therefore, I command you, be open-handed towards your fellow Israelites who are poor and needy in your land. Now, throughout Deuteronomy, God is creating a treaty, a covenant between himself and his people. In fact, Deuteronomy creates the laws that govern many countries all around the world. And as people are leaving Egypt, God is rescuing them from this slavery to a God and a system that is extractive, that takes from them and gives them nothing back. And he says, I will be your God and I'm going to be a different God for you. But you need to be a different people. And I have a vision for how society can work that is going to be a blessing if you follow it. And so... As we, as we give, we have to recognize that we are giving towards this vision that God has for us as kingdom communities. It's a kingdom of neighborliness. It's a kingdom of caring. It's a kingdom that sees the weak and the vulnerable and protects them. That is God's vision of a Christian kingdom community. I want to thank you, PBC, for being part of that vision, for your commitment to the Lord. The second picture is in Isaiah, Isaiah 58. And I'm going to start in verse 5. Is this the kind of fast I have chosen? Only a day for people to humble themselves? Is it only for bowing one's head like a reed or laying in sackcloth and ashes? Is that what you call a fast, a day acceptable to the Lord? Is this not the kind of fast I have chosen? To loose the chains of injustice and untie the cords of the yoke, to set the oppressed free and break every yoke, is it not to share your food with the hungry 
and to provide the poor wanderer with shelter, when you see the naked to clothe them, and not to turn away from your own flesh and blood, then your light will break forth like the dawn, your healing will quickly appear, then your righteousness will go before you, and the glory of the Lord will be your rear guard. As you can see, this is a picture of fasting. Now Isaiah prophesied around the time of the Assyrian siege and eventually the Babylonian exile, as did many of the prophets. And one of the major reasons that the people of Israel were exiled and the Lord allowed them to be exiled was because they had drifted away from the Lord to the point where they no longer cared for the vulnerable and where they were oppressing people in their cities. And the Lord therefore allowed them to be exiled because of that oppression of the poor. The beautiful thing about this picture is it tells us that our giving, our sharing of our food with the hungry, is in fact a spiritual act. It's like fasting before the Lord. Restoring justice in, in, in a community, protecting the vulnerable and giving to those in need is in fact a spiritual discipline like fasting. So as a church, I want us to recognize that what we've seen uh, in this video and what we've been a part of over the past months is a blessing to the city and it is in fact a spiritual act. Not just a generous one, not a political one, not an act of socialism or simply an act of charity, but a spiritual act of fasting from what we want to give others what they need. Thank you for seeing everything that you do as spiritual. Thank you for fasting before the Lord. The last picture is in Revelation 21. I love this picture. It's such a prophetic picture of the kingdom. It's entitled A New Heaven and a New Earth. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and there was no longer any sea. I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride beautifully dressed for her husband. And I heard a loud voice saying from the throne, Look, God's dwelling place is now among the people, and he will dwell with them. He will wipe every tear from their eyes. There will be no more crying or mourning or pain. For the old order of things has passed away. And then in verse 22, I did not see a temple in the city, because the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb are its temple. So interesting, in this vision, John on the island of Patmos has this vision of seeing the future kingdom coming. And we see that as heaven coming. But it's interesting that John includes in his vision that heaven is a city. It's not a garden. It's not a, some utopian paradise. It's a working city. Much like Cape Town. The second is that in this city, there's no more crying or pain or hunger or mourning or death. It indeed fulfills God's Deuteronomic vision of what the city should be, of what a kingdom community should be. And lastly, there is no temple in the city. There is no church. There is no need for a non-profit. There is no need for a hospital. There is no need 
for a soup kitchen. Because God will be with us and we will be with him. What a beautiful prophetic picture of the kingdom come. Just as Jesus taught us to pray. And as we go forward now, I want us just to think about the fact that we have been part of bringing the kingdom. Part of this prophetic picture. Part of moving the now towards the not yet. I also want to encourage us to continue to pray and to continue to act as Jesus did. Lord, let your kingdom come right here in this city. Amen. Thank you, PBC, for being part of building the kingdom. Thank you, PBC, for being part of bringing that vision to our city. Thank you for seeing everything that you do as spiritual, as a gift to the Lord. And thank you for being part of that wonderful hope that God will one day restore our city just as He desires. In Jesus' name, Amen.